The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where they're changing the way you look at the outdoors. The studio lines are now open at 785-846-7647. We seem to be encountering some technical difficulties. And now, a few words from the good Reverend Trav. Oh, in that. Woo, baby, baby. In 1901. Theodore. Theodore Roosevelt, he used all, baby, baby. Lord, did he use all that so that so merciful power you bestowed upon us. He used it. Oh, Lord, did he use it like a liar. Man, he used it like a liar. Like a liar to protect our wildlife and public lands. By creating the United States of America. Forest service, can I get, can I get people, can I get an amen? Amen. Is there a witness? And after, after 100 glorious old president having sent years, and more than 700, oh, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you about the 700 million acres later, that heritage, oh, baby, Lord Jesus, that heritage, that glorious land you have given unto us. Hunting and fishing grounds, I'll tell you, let me tell you, let me sit here and tell you about the jeopardy. Now, I ain't talking about no show. The jeopardy of it all being lost due to government. If we don't, we don't, brothers and sisters, stand up and take hands. Oh, baby, we must take hands and now give in. Now give in. We must take back what is lawfully ours. As outdoors. And wait. And that, my friends, is a wrap. And with that, we'd like to welcome you to the revolution. Oh, Jim, we just had shush. We did have shush. We did, but alongside hunting and fishing highlights from Cat Daddy and pro walleye angler Tommy Scarless, we'll also be diving into the government's use and management of public lands. Hey, our debate panel consists of Holly Lipke Fredwell, who will be calling into the studio any second now, plus outdoor legend Keith Warren, Nick Rose with Wildlife Properties, our 11th Chief of the Forest Service, Max Peterson, and a lot, lot more. A legend and an out-of-work bum, Jimbo. Look a lot like. And listen here, Twipple, if your local radio stations don't carry more than the first half hour or hour of the revolution, I don't know why they wouldn't. You need to advise them to. Come on. Say please. It is good for the whole community. Community. It will better it. But if not, all you got to do is hop on OutdoorTrollsNetwork.com and listen, guys and gals, to the rest of the show. Hey, it appears that the phone line is ringing, so yep. please keep it in is. mind this. Oh, yeah. Now, if you're expecting to hear boring outdoor talk, Mm-mm. we want to reassure you that it's not going to happen until you hear from Keith Warren. <laughs> Sorry, sucker. Let's call a spade Also, today's show is being powered by Ram Trucks. The new 2011 Ram Outdoorsman. At Ram Trucks. Oh, there is a lot of truth to that. But again, we're talking about government use and management of public lands. And Holly Lefke Fretwell has sought us out to give her point of view. And Holly, you know what? To put this in perspective, the government owns and controls 
roughly a third of the United States landmass. That is just a ton of land. What, what did you that, want to say, that, Joe? That, that's bigger than Maryland. Really? Uh, maybe just an acre or two. <laughs> but you know what? If this land is mismanaged or managed with a hands-off approach as the government officials are proposing, I'll tell you what, dudes and dudes, that you, everybody Dude that's it. listening to this and we're talking to, this could tremendously affect our wildlife, their food and water resources, migration patterns, and the overall ecosystem that they live in. This has been the revolution, would you Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I think you're onto something there because, Thank by you. golly, we see so many lands out there that are being mismanaged right now. Um, 50% in the West is owned by the federal Holy government. Holy cow. Uh, about 30% nationwide. And we hear about these wildfires. We hear about bug infestations. A Thank lot of it you. is a natural process, but a lot of it is because we've managed the lands up to a certain point, and now we've taken our hands off and are letting it go back to nature, and that's nature's way of, re- of bringing it back into the natural process. She's getting me so excited. I'm snapping my fingers <laughs> yeah. here. I, Jim, you are so in tune with Jimbo and I. Isn't that right? Because oh, That's right. But no, everything that you're saying from forest fires to um, disease, all the infestation that is happening is due to lack of management. And here's the deal. Think about this, Holly. As you know, they're setting aside $900 million a year to buy more land. Good idea. Yeah, great idea. How much are they putting towards management of the land they already have? That's a really scary part, because under the Land and Water Conservation Fund, which is up to $900 million per year, Jeez. half of that has to go, at least under current laws, to federal land acquisition. It cannot go to management of the existing land. The Why? other half goes to states for local conservation and recreation. Now, as we know, all of the land out there is not useful or no. profitable. But why are our lawmakers so reluctant and they're absolutely opposed to the sale of some of the government-owned land? Yeah, when you could actually take that land, Holly, sell it, kind of do like one of those makeover shows, we flip it. We're flipping land. (laughs) Take that money and put it. New paint, new shrubs. We're out of here. Just dress it up a bit. Uh, You know, Utah now is the new Arizona. (laughs) Make it look better. Now, sell the land, take that money, and put it back into what we already have. How come we're not doing this? Well, you're talking political suicide. Let's just make a point here. If you're a politician, you have to be a conservationist because conservation has the moral high ground. And for some reason, people believe that things that are publicly owned are going to be better conserved than those that are privately owned. But the evidence is showing us otherwise. Now, I guess here's my problem. Okay. What they are doing, this is actually grand theft. Okay. When you get into like the limited access and everything that they're doing, this is supposed to be public land. And I'm not the smartest man in the world, but Holly, aren't they taking our taxpayers' dollars, setting that aside and buying this land? Now they're telling us how they're going to use it and what we can and cannot do. And as somebody that hunts and fish and recreates, Jim and I do all the time on this land, and our friends do, now we have people in Washington, which these people are just stupid, I'll say that. Stupid. A person below (laughs) normal intelligence. Gotta give props to our producer for that clip. They're telling us how we need to manage this land. Where are they coming up with this? Well, the sad part is that we have these people that that are actually on the ground, the the land managers that are on the ground that know how to manage the land. They're trained to manage the land. They want to manage the land. But they're not listening to them. 
Um, but their hands are tied because they have to yep. go to politicians for for appropriations, and the the system is um, the system doesn't work well. The the budgeting and the incentives that are provided are just really misplaced. Yeah, well, you know, some of the things that are happening. You know, remember back in '96 when Clinton uh, really closed a lot of lands in Alaska to uh, to uh, it went to back to wilderness and so forth. All of the operators were up there. They lost their jobs. They could no longer operate out of there. And we're seeing more and more as governments are shutting down areas where only the strong can get back into 14, 15 miles of hiking and the average person can't even enjoy what yeah. they what they have there. We discussed before um, this interview, I like to drink beer. I drink excessively. <laughs> and I am not the most in-shape guy. And for the weekend, I can't afford to hike back in 14 miles one way to get Carrying to... 14 cases of beer. Exactly. You've got to do that because you do get <laughs> thirsty. It, it hydrates you better than water, I've been told. But no, it really, it's just not feasible, Holly. Well, and it's true. And what, what else is happening there is it's putting more damage on those lands that we can access because we're getting the, the same number, usually even more people that are trying to get out in the in the forest and, and enjoy the outdoors. But we're not letting them go out as far. And so we're all being congregated into one spot. And so we're getting greater damage in those areas by not allowing people to get out further. Why does she sound so much smarter than us when she talks? Because she is. She's she the smartest is person smart. we've ever had oh on this show. You know God. that? I feel stupid. Why did I even talk? <laughs> Realize it. We just said. Because I love this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, Holly, if we want to find out more about you or better yet, this topic, you got to have like a Twitter, Facebook, maybe um, a web account, a web account. You have web a website, a web, a web. Do you have a website, Holly? Okay. Well, and actually, I, I, I don't Twitter and I don't Facebook. I'm one of those uh, old tech type persons. I oh. do have um, a couple of outlets for you, though. I actually blog at environmentaltrends.org. And I do a weekly blog there on some different ideas. I have uh, written a book, Who is Minding the Federal Estate, um, that plays with a lot of these different ideas. And I work at PERC, the Property and Environment Research Center, uh, which is PERC.org, to go to their website. And we have a whole plethora of individuals that work on uh, lots of different ideas um, along similar regard. Hey, we've been talking with Holly Lipke. Fretwell. That's right. This has been brought to you by the programs of the NRA. Check them out at nrablog.com and not alone. That's not alone.com and Ram Trucks. You can find those people at ramtrucks.com and Ruger Firearms. Look them up at ruger.com. And coming up after the break, we are going to have the Mr. Wonderful Keith Warren. And this is the most boring guy in North America. That's right. Get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> That's, and that's to put those using nice words. <laughs> and this is The Revolution. Before, during, and after the show, The Revolution continues 24-7 at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel each week take a visit inside the locker room of your favorite sport with des clark 
Paul, Fresh Clark, and Lester Scudder Davis as they bring you sportsmanlike conduct. As a current player, Des Clark can bring you inside the sports world like nobody can. His co-hosts represent the fans of the sports world. With both points of view on the table, it becomes an engaging and entertaining program to say the least. Sportsmanlike conduct can be heard Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Potential. That can be a troubling thought to some of us. Either you live up to it and meet expectations, or you don't. And then there are those who aim to exceed potential. The ones who go out and dare to be great. Reset the bar. Ignore the critics. Because they have the vision and the guts to live outside the walls of expectations. They go beyond the trappings of fads and trends. And they make machines that last. They design with a greater purpose. They work at places like Ram, where they make trucks like the outdoorsman, for people like you who seek far-reaching places. The new 2011 Ram Outdoorsman. Guts. Glory. Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Saddle with the revolution, and you can vociferate. Don't act like you're not impressed. Your platitudes, <laughs> if you'd like, by calling 785 846 7647. Vociferate. I tell you, you must spend like, you know, half the week you spend napping, the other half you must spend like Googling big I have words. I toilet to say. paper that have words on it. But you know what? If you ain't into the telephone type of deal, you can always bang out an email at radio.outdoorshowsnetwork.com. And now we're talking government use and management of public lands. And who better to vociferate, as Jim would say, <laughs> Their opinion, the Mr. Keith Warren. And Keith, since the government is doing such a tinkle poor, I would, we would say, say poor. But we can't say poor. A poor job of managing our 650 million plus acres of public land and all that inhabits her, okay? Why would these knuckleheads, because that's what they are, these knuckleheads want to take on more land? And when answering this question, Keith. Take the high road when answering this. <laughs> I am taking the high road. We, 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 we're just trying to plug your show. <laughs> no, listen, when the, when the government can't fix something, yeah. they're going to go ahead and put lipstick on it, polish it all up again, yep. they're going to retitle it something else and sell it off to the next generation. And what a bunch of garbage that is. As I hold little kids and, and my, my grandbaby, and I'm sitting here looking at them thinking, what the hell kind of world are we leaving these kids? Keith, you actually bring up a really great point here, and that's since the mass majority of hunters use public land to hunt and fish, how do you feel about, you know, there everyone's restricted talking access. about a restricted access, and why is it that lawmakers are so unrelenting when it comes to preserving the land, but they are not concerned, however, with preserving its historical uses, and that's exactly what you're talking about. If we lose our public land, Okay, we're going to lose hunting. Period. Yes. Okay, and, and what I think the government's trying to do is, uh, can I say castrate on the air? <laughs> yes. I think they're trying to castrate everybody. They don't want anybody to have a backbone and stand up and say, this is a bunch of bull crap, and we've had enough. And let me tell you something. I don't know if your listeners know this or not, but it's all about control. 
Yeah. And when we go to the national forest and try to go and make a video, whether it's an Alaskan wilderness or whether it's in the Wyoming where there's wolves and grizzly bears and all this cool stuff everybody needs to see, <laughs> do you know that we have to pay for a permit what? to be able to promote the oh. national forest that we own anyway? It's public land. Yes, but we public. have to buy a permit to promote the public land. Oh, so we, let me get this right. We pay taxes to buy this land. Then we have to buy a permit to film on this land. Not only do we have to do that, but now in Wyoming, in the land where I have been paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars a day to just have the right to be able to videotape on public land, they have made it now where it is totally illegal, and you can't even pay to do it. Now, how stupid is that? So you have to pay to do it, but it's illegal to pay to do it. (laughs) No, 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 no. Now your money's not green enough. They just made it illegal to shoot any commercial video for promotional purposes of any kind. Really? Promoting the fact that you can go to this wonderful, pristine area that God made and still enjoy it in this crazy world. They made it illegal for us to do that now. What dumbbell thought that one up? Oh, I don't know. You, you know One of those guys that made up those words that you said at the beginning of this deal. <laughs> I don't know about them. People say, well, why don't we just sell off some of our public land to pay for the national debt? I think, are yes. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? If we don't keep public lands public and where people have the opportunity to get in there and recreate, responsibly recreate, we're dead. Well, no, here's the deal, though, Keith. They're talking about limited access, meaning that basically you we, just cannot, limited. we can't drive in there anymore. And, you know, to get to the good hunting, it's not a mile or two in. You've got to go in there a long ways. And the thing is, they're doing such a bad job managing this land. We, we just did an interview just you know a second. managing the land, guys? It's not us. No, no, no. These guys are managing the land, and I call them man They are man They're half man, half woman. Okay, they ain't got a backbone to stand up. They've never walked. They've never carried a backpack. They've got dust in their nose. When they blow their nose, they can make a dirt clot out of it. You know? They are man And I don't know if I can say that. But well, you just did. Words up front, I can say that word. That's it. <laughs> you know, you brought up a good point just a second ago about filming and stuff, how we can't do that anymore. Are they taking into consideration that recreational use, and we're not talking about logging or anything else, but recreational use of this land right now generates yearly $13 billion. Why wouldn't you want people like Keith Warren promoting that to generate more income? Well, I can answer that question. it's not about the money. If it was about the money and doing what was smart, then the, they would shut Washington down right now. It's, what's $13 billion to the federal government? Drop in the bucket. It's nothing. And that's the reason why I'm saying they could sell off all the public land. Let's just say they sell it all off. Would that pay the national debt? Heck no. Would it pay the interest? Heck no. Would it pay any of it? Heck no, because it's going to go to another entitlement program. That's it. So the way I'm looking at it is hell no. (laughs) They better not sell any of our public land. We need to have public land so people can get out there and understand, get a connection to nature. I mean, the cities are ugly places. I mean, they really are. People are in a hurry. People are angry that they got to live in such a bunch of garbage, and we need to have nature and beautiful forests to be able to go to and grasslands. And if they take those away and our access to be able to go to them away, like I say, we're going to have a society full of men. all everybody. Everybody's going to be a man. Well, you know, yeah. The, the problem is we we talk about recruitment. We're saying we're losing hunters, we're losing fishermen, and so forth. But we aren't doing anything to help them out. When you start taking away things, then you limit the access, and therefore they've got to travel further. They've got to go farther to be able to enjoy the uh, the outdoors. Okay. What I think ought to happen is the management of our public land should be taken away from the federal government. Yes. Okay, should be taken away from the federal government. The land should be remain public, but some 
private company should probably put in a contract to be able to manage that. Yes. When private land is managed so much better than public land, because the public land, they don't care. They don't care. I mean, they're going to let the wolves kill everything the wolves can kill, and then we yeah. can't touch them? Yeah. How stupid is that? And so if we had a private company's bid on managing the Yellowstone ecosystem, yeah. and then give them the authority to do that, and if people want to hike and backpack and camp and hunt, get it on. Because yeah. everything has to be managed, and you have to manage with your head and not with your heart. Yeah. Actually, what you're saying is the man will be on land. Oh, there you go. I know what that means. <laughs> now, Keith, if we want to find out more about you and everything you're doing, um, where can we head to online to do this? Well, go to KeithWarren.net or get on Facebook and let me hear from you because I want to be able to reach out and say, okay, everybody, here's a bill that they're trying to push through Congress. Would you get on right now? and send them a go-to-hell note. <laughs> I love how you don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> no, I'm taking the high road. I'm, telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to take the high road and do the right thing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. we got to defend and protect what is lawfully ours. And, and that's what you're ours. doing. Yes, you bet. Hey, we've been talking with Keith Warren. He says, get off your duff and get out there and uh, take care of those public plans. That's right, and do something about it. So this has been sponsored by Lupo Tactical Optics, makers of the Mark IV Rice Blind. Look them up at lupo.com and Blackhawk. You can find those guys at blackhawk.com and Cabela's, the world's foremost outfitter, at cabelas.com. And coming up next is Cat Daddy, and this is The Revolution. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Stay right there. We'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Super Bowl champ Lionel Dalton is taking to the internet airwaves with his own brand of sports talk. You'll go inside the mind of the players and find out if blacklisting really happens, what their thoughts are on training camps, where the former NFL players are now, and why being drafted by the wrong NFL team can kill a promising player's career. Lionel will also cover what's up with the Baltimore Ravens. Tune in to Sports Talk with Lionel Dalton live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Beware the man with one gun, for he probably knows how to use it. Never has this been more true than with the Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. The one rifle to have, if you could have only one. It's the perfect lightweight, hard-hitting, do-it-all bolt-action rifle. Affordable, versatile, and reliable. Delivers 10 rounds of 308 Winchester performance. It's compact, lightweight, and accommodates a host of optics. Visit Ruger.com slash Scout Rifle or your local firearms retailer to learn more. The Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. It's mine, and it's American. This is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation, and if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here, But did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey? Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com. You're on the air with Jim and Trapman. This is The Revolution. 
Revolution. You're on the air with Jim Travi and Cat Daddy. Don't That's make it. him feel left out like that. If anybody's the third wheel, it's going to be you, Jill. I am. But you know what's not the third wheel? I got a flat. How long is this going to take? <laughs> anyways, no, you got to check out our website. Anyways, OutdoorTrailsNumber.com. Jim has a blog, never writes on it. We got a Twitter account, Facebook account. Hey, listen to the podcast if you're not near a station we're on. And the studio lot at 75846. <laughs> Cat Daddy. Welcome back to the revolution. Man, there's nothing like the revolution. Oh. Yeah, there is nothing like the revolution. You know what I did? I gave out the wrong phone number. <laughs> yeah. It's actually 785-846-7647. Uh-oh. Anyways, there is nothing like the revolution, Cat Daddy. We weren't ignoring There's you. There's a home somewhere <laughs> in Kansas is going to be called now. <laughs> so, Cat Daddy. Spring is, well, it's Sprung. been officially here for a while now, but it's actually starting to feel like a little bit. Temperatures are warming up. How's that bite uh, picking up with the catfish? Well, it's funny you'd ask me how the bite was, because I do do a little fishing. Yeah, <laughs> just a been tad, known to. A little bit. The flatheads are on right now. Really? Yeah, I tell you what, you know, when the maple, the silver maple trees out here along the riverbanks, uh-huh. when they start to get them little whirly birds, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to call them helicopters. Yep. Because that's what they look like when they come down. More rat and rug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I tell you, they got this little sap thing on there that goes along with it when they fall down and hit the water, and they're real gummy. Ah. And, you know, uh, we caught five flathead the other day. Nothing big, just good eaters up to 12 to 15 pounds. Wow. You're using small perch. You can't use big perch right now because they just ain't hitting big fish. They want something small they can contend with to just go up and hit them real quick and eat them. And, you know, when we cleaned them uh, 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 flatheads, oh, man, did they taste good. Really? Boy, oh, goodness, them's good eating about that size. But they had a bunch of them little uh, uh, silver maple saplings in their belly. They've been <laughs> watching the biggest loser, and they want to be healthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what this whole deal is, Cat Daddy. They're vegetarian. Give me a call one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Cat Daddy only catches vegan. Them old flatheads, they are so hungry right now. When they hit that line, it, man, it just looks like a razor cut in the water. That's the kind of fishing I like. I, you know, I like it when they just grab hold of it and they run with it. But when they do that little teasing crap, you know, and that just, you gotta feed them line. Yeah, it just kind of annoys me. I want it to be on, as you say, like Donkey Kong and just have some fun. Hey, man, rip and grip some lips out there. Oh, yeah, just get on your leather gloves, man, <laughs> and, and hang on to that pole. But you know, that, that little teasing bite you're talking about, you know, that really brings out the best of an angler. Oh, yeah, but I'm not a good angler. <laughs> You're just a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Well, hey, speaking of wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, aren't you headed to Warsaw, Missouri? Yeah, we sure are. We're going down there spooning on the big Osage River. This is getting risque. We're spooning and a little wham-bam. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, hey, I'll tell you what, after we get back from there, uh, the 17th, I'm going to be going to the uh, Spring Classic, the Big Blue Milford Lake. That, that's this weekend. Man, is that this weekend? That's this weekend. The 17th? Yeah, yeah Sunday. Yeah. Like Sunday. now. Yeah, the 15th was yesterday. Yeah. Where am I at? I don't know. <laughs> Topeka, <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> You're going to be competing. Is this Really? That's cool. Now, if we want to find out more about catfish chasers, let's say if we want to go this weekend, because Cat Daddy probably won't make it now, um, where do we <laughs> oh, have to I'll head make to? It. I'll make it. <laughs> where do we have to head to online? I'll tell you what. It's www.catfishchasers.com. That's easy enough. Man. And you go to that. You, they got all the info on there. And, 
and they even got a picture of my old pretty muck on there. They'll probably take it off when you're a no-show this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this out, guys. What's that? You ever heard of a pay pond in the state of Kansas? What? Pay pond? They're grain-fed catfish. This guy's name's Lessman's. Lessman. They, they got, uh, I think it's a 35-acre pond over here at 4124 Northeast Briar Road in Topeka, Kansas. Really? And uh, I'll give you his number. It's 785-234-3486. It's called Lessman's Pay Pond. They got gigantic. And oh. I emphasize that. Monstrous. Catfish. And flathead and channel cat in this pay pond. Pay pond meaning you can pay and go fish there. Pay to get uh, in and you pay per pound. Oh, you Ooh. pay per pound. Yeah. This is like the city market. <laughs> 80 pound blue. I think I throw him back, but I don't make enough money. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, what is it running a pound? I'm not for sure what it is, but I'm sure he'll advise you when you get there. <laughs> yeah. Especially it's, when it, it's a heck of an old pond. It's an old rock quarry, is what it is. And, really? You know, I believe it's the only one in the state of Kansas. That would be fun to go there. I mean, that would be a lot of fun, especially if you want to take some kids, you know? Oh, it costs yeah. you a you million dollars. Block up there. <laughs> I'm sure he would like it. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I asked him. I, he said, "Now we don't even care if you drink Pepsi." Oh, <laughs> see, that's a lovely good time. people. Good time, family or oriented place. <laughs> Absolutely. And every time you Pepsi catch a fish, pop. you can hear the cash register ring. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you can have Pepsi there. So when you hook that eighty pounder, you don't care. <laughs> now, I tell you what, now that tournament, boy, now that's that's going to be a heck of a tournament up there at Milford Lake, because man, they. They're starting to get world-class blue cat fishing up there in that lake. Ooh, really? And uh, it's going to be at the Rush Creek Marina at the State Park ramp. And uh, it's from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's $200 entry fee and $20 for the big fish pot. And I tell you what, if you're a halfway savvy good fisherman, which I ain't on Sundays. Uh, <laughs> and it's on Sunday. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I better take big fish with me. You better. <laughs> Strike two. Play ball. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a good turnout up there. You know, I'm, I'm almost positive of that. Now, Cat Daddy, if we want to find out more about you and possibly book a trip with you this summer, where do we have to head to online? www.catdaddyguideservices.com, and that's with the revolution. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> hey, again, we've been talking with Cat Daddy. This being brought to you by the programs of the NRA. Check them out at nrablog.com and not alone. That's notalone.com and Yellowstone Fly Rods. You can look them up at yellowstoneflyrods.com and Steiner Binoculars. That's Steiner-Binoculars.com and Cabela's King Cat Tournament Trail, the world's oldest and longest national circuit at kingcatusa.com. And coming up right after the break, it's going to be pro walleye king Otami Scarless. And this is the revolution. Change your life and start living the revolution today at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 
at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. school to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports the new Ruger LC9 Centerfire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry. It is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com LC9 to learn more. Hey, this is Revolution with Jim and Trav, and the phone lines are open. They're all put up at 785-846-7647. I'm so excited I actually said the right number this time. That's right. But you know what, dude? It is late. What would you say, like middle spring, Jim? It's like mid-spring. Yeah. Mid-spring, that means there's the no ice anywhere. Fit. Stop it. <laughs> there is ice, and Tommy Scarless, he just phoned us. He is actually standing on the ice right now. This dude is the Where's world's greatest North walleye Pole? fisherman. Dude, Tommy, thanks for being on The Revolution. Hey, man, that's great to be on The Revolution again. Yeah, now, it's spring, you're on the ice, what's up with that? Where are you at? Well, I'm actually up in northern Minnesota, uh, north of a little town uh, near Cross Lake, mm-hmm. and uh, we're out on the, I can't divulge the secret lake we're on, because this <laughs> is one of the last ones that's holding ice. Ah, it's I an- just want to put a disclaimer out there, is that folks all remember that any ice is not safe ice if you don't treat it the way you should treat it. I can't understand a word you said the whole time. <laughs> we're, we're having a lot of fun today. We're out here. We're, we're test driving a new product called the AquaView Handheld Micro. Really? And, man, this is unbelievable. And, and you know, that's something that we'll probably talk a little bit today on today's show. But, man, the technologies that anglers have at their disposal are incredible. Yeah, now tell us about this handheld thing, because what we're used to, you got a big old screen that kind of looks like a 42-inch set, you drop this goofy thing down in the water, and next thing you know, you got something smiling at you down there. It's incredible. You know, most of the time, a camera could be misconstrued as an anchor. You drop the camera, you drop the anchor, you got to reel it back up again. And right now, what we're doing is we're actually not only testing this product, but just like all good outdoorsmen that work in this industry, we do this because we love it, mm-hmm. because we want to go fishing. And uh, <laughs> we're trying to find some bluegill today, and the way we're going to do this quickly and efficiently is we're going to drill a bunch of holes with a Strike Master laser, which cuts through the ice like butter. And then once we Swiss cheese the ice, then we're going to follow back behind those hole drillings, and we're going to use the Aqua handheld mini, AquaView handheld mini, and we're going to actually put that down in the hole and check to see if we have any fish and we could quickly move from hole to hole because, again, it's not like a boat anger. This thing is the size of a smartphone. Really? And it's also got a little teeny camera lens that's the size of an acorn. So you could basically drop this down the hole, spin it in a circle or straight down view so you can look both sideways and downways. And we can walk around the ice and look around for bluegills. And as soon as we find a hole where there's bluegills in it, we can actually drop the lures down and start whaling on it. Because right now, 
The fish have the feed bag on. I don't care if you're standing on ice or if you're fishing out of a boat. It's time to get out there. See, this is really nice because you got like the weekend anglers. Man, you got your honeydew list. You got to play with the kids. You got to do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that. And you don't have time to walk around all week and trying to find the fish. This really eliminates that. And this is where people really need to get on board of the technology train. The awesome thing about this now, Aquaview is coming out with some really cool products. But, you know, technology doesn't have to be intimidating. And it doesn't have to be monstrous. I mean, this little thing, again, fits in my pocket. You know, you take that along with the fact that I got my smartphone with me. I've got Navionics Mobile downloaded onto my smartphone. Really? So the guys I'm fishing with, none of them brought a GPS, but I can find weed edges, drop-offs, brake lines, and, and it's all right there at my fingertips. And the greatest thing about all this stuff that I'm fishing with is I can do this for pennies on the dollar of what this technology used to cost five years ago. Tommy said he could find weed. Hey, this is great, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said weed so lines. Said, weed lines. Oh! <laughs> My mind is in the gutter. Well, what else you got out there that you're working on? Well, what, basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be working on the bluegills. And uh, we've got ice jigs. We've got uh, some waxworms and some maggots. And, uh, you know, actually this time of the year, the bluegills are going to get a little bit more aggressive. So if you want to use something a little bit bigger on them, Say like a great big jigging wrap or a, a, a Lindy darter or a chubby darter, you could put a bigger bait down, mm-hmm. and they've actually got micro versions of all those lures. And uh, you can fish for these bluegills a lot more aggressively and a lot quicker than you can, say, like in the, in the dead of the, of the winter when things are lethargic. A lot of times when the ice starts to melt, a lot of runoff starts going into the lakes, and that water that's coming in there actually helps out a lot by oxygenating what's going on, and the fish get aggressive and get active. The same thing's occurring right now in our rivers. We've got a lot of rivers that are starting to run, starting to rise a little bit. Your northern pike have probably just gotten done spawning up here in the north. Your walleyes are getting ready to spawn, so they've got the feed bag on. And then long after the females have shut down and are recuperating from giving birth, that's when the males are ultra-aggressive. And if you put a jig down and just jig a jig in a minnow or a jig in an artificial bait like a, a gulp or a power bait minnow, uh, you could basically wail on people. Yeah, you know, that's one thing I like about Tommy Scarless is because he is the walleye king. He is. But also, he fishes for all species of fish, and he knows a lot of different things. And so, He's man, the tips that you give us are just really great for everybody across the board. That was good brown nosing. I that was excellent, Jim. I want to get one of those Aqua View cameras. <laughs> I don't want to get pigeonholed as an ice angler or a walleye <laughs> angler. Hell, I, I like fishing for creek chubs with my kid. And that's what the revolution is all about. Yeah, That's all the revolution listeners out there right now don't come up with excuses (laughs) enjoy the revolution get off the couch and get out there and catch some fish what they are hell yeah amen brother (laughs) i get an amen now tommy if we want to find out more about you and these wonderful products where do we have to head to online well you can find me all over but i'm on berkeley's website i'm on uh, www.evanrude.com you can even find me on my new site is under construction right now really www.fishtommy Nice. Just like you guys, you can find us on Facebook, too, can't you? Ooh, I think so. Jim's got a Facebook page. Yes, I have a blog, too, but I never write on it. (laughs) No, I know. In fact, uh, didn't you deny my friend request like three times now? (laughs) Well, I didn't want to bring it up till right now. (laughs) Well, hey, coming up after the break, we got Nick Rose with Wildlife Properties, and this has been brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at RamTrucks.com and Ruger Firearms. That's Ruger.com, and this is The Revolution. Public health care, male enhancement, and Snuggies. All 
things that don't affect the revolution. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bench his ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Wildlife Properties is the source for recreational farm and investment properties in Kansas. Find that perfect hunting property from land owned by Wildlife Properties and developed for habitat by Nick Rhodes. As a real estate broker, Nick Rhodes can also assist those interested in a farmland investment in one of the most productive hunting areas in the country. Wildlife Properties concentrates on the north central Kansas area so it knows the local markets, conservation practices, and hunting conditions. Land purchasers can count on Wildlife Properties for property management and local assistance after the sale. For more information about North Central Kansas and wildlife properties, visit MyWildlifeProperty.com. This is Revolution. I'm Jim, and this mini sit next to me is old Travis. That we got, Yeah, that's right. We got Nick Rose from Wildlife Properties on the line. He called us at 785-846-7647, and if you want to call, use that number, too. Everybody's really smart, and everybody's good at dialing, so you need to call us. They press buttons, no, there's no dial. Dude, I got the phone where you just talk into it. You tell the numbers, and it dials it. You're yeah. behind in the times, but anyways, Mine Jim. kisses me. That's sick. Anyways, <laughs> we're talking about government use and management of public lands. And you know what? It's no shocker, guys, that um, private land is much better managed than public land. And, you know, Keith Warren, we had him on just a little bit ago. What actually, a loser that guy is. He is a loser, and it pains me to say <laughs> this, but I he brought up, Nick, a, a point. point that I think is very valid. And he says that we ought to take the management of public lands away from the government. Private Privatize. Get bids from private companies to manage this. Still keep it public, but I honestly think that is a very good idea. Yeah, without question, that's a good idea. I mean, it's just like anything else. I mean, uh, Obama's doing it now with the space program. Launch control. This is Houston. We are <laughs> go for launch. And why can't we do this with our with our national parks and everything else? Let's privatize the thing. You know, let people make money off it. But at the same time, that money is going to generate the revenues needed to truly take care of these properties and to keep them intact, to do the habitat projects. 
to protect the wildlife species that are out there and uh, and everything else. I, I agree with that 100%. I think Keith's on to something, maybe. Yeah, you know, you have all these lobbyists and stuff, and they're standing up and environmentalists. They're screaming, saying, we can't do this. Don't touch the wolves. Let's leave this alone. And so our politicians and government is listening to them because they don't want to get flack from anybody. And so that's not doing And we're not giving good. them flack at all. No, and we're not giving them flack, except for now we're, we're finally starting to step up and say something. But if you went to a private company and did this, they are going to do what's right because, you know, if they don't, they're going to lose that contract and it's going to go to somebody else. I really think that this is something we should be writing our congressmen and women about and telling them this. Okay, well, here's my soapbox on this. On oh, this issue. All right. yes. I, I like where you guys are going with this, but I, I think it's less of an issue about the environmentalist or the, the lefties or the righties out there, you know, crying one way or another. I think it's more about a control issue. Yeah, you know? uh, totally. And it dates all the way back to time, as far as civilization has been around, the people who made the rules were the people who owned the land. Yeah. You, know? you are the king of that property. You know, And that's the same way I think the government approaches some of the, the land ownership issues here, is that the more land that they control and own, the more power uh, that they hold over the people that live on those lands or live near those lands. Well, you know, the interesting part about public land the word public. It is public. It's public land. And the fact Moron. of the matter is we got, what, five or 600 people in Washington that tell how many million people in the United States what they can and can't do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, and I, and I don't want to make this so political because, because there's a lot about the environment here. Are you running for office? Well, here's the deal, though, Nick. We're, we're not pointing fingers at the Republicans. We're not pointing fingers at the Democrats. We're, we we're don't actually, like the Libertarians, though. No, yeah, we don't like anybody. It is everyone's fault here. It's not one political party. Party. It's not like we're taking sides on anything here. Everybody is to blame for this in government. Oh, for sure. And the biggest problem with it is, is anytime you've got the government, especially at a federal level, that's trying to tell somebody in Kansas or somebody in, in, in California or somebody in Rhode Island how they should live there, I think you've just got it all backwards. Um, yeah. you know, if anybody should be in control, anybody from government standpoint should be in control of these public lands, quote-unquote public lands, I think it should at least be at the state level. Uh, and, and then take that one step further. The state of Kansas does a great thing by providing public access yes, to they private do. lands with their walk-in hunting program. I think that there's where a lot of the movement should go if the government truly is going to be in control of it, whether it's hunting or it's recreational access or what. You know, let's have it be a little bit more hands-off and, and, and still is in the hands of the public, the people, and not somebody that's sitting in Washington, D.C., who is, uh, you know, frankly can't make their minds up on anything because they get pulled in so many different directions. Plus, they're not able to relate to the issues that are on a state level. See, you brought up walking hunting. And here in Kansas, it's like, okay, you're going to walk into a place. Obviously, walking hunting says you can't drive into it. But, you know, they're talking about limited access now on national forests. Where in Kansas, we might be talking about 2,000 acres, 3,000 acres in one clump. You're talking about hundreds of thousands, thousands of, of acres. acres. And to get into where the pristine hunting and fishing is, Nick, you know, it might be 15, 16 miles. How do you propose we get back there? I mean, am I going to skip? I've got, like, let's say a Saturday afternoon to go I back I can skip there. for a good half hour, and that's it. Yeah, and that's going to be about 200 yards for Jim. <laughs> you know, how are we going to get back in there? I think it's funny that they take our money, the taxpayers' dollars, they buy this land 
call it public land, then they're going to tell us how we can use it. And now they're going to get in these biologists and I don't know what the terms these people use for these people. And basically, they're going to assign one person to a plot of ground and he's going to tell people how they can use this. And they're going to designate a little area where people can use and you can stand there and just stare at the rest of it. I don't see how that is fair. It's like you well, in front of Pooches. Travis. I thought you were a high roller, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I am a baller, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. Yeah, it's you know it, it's disappointing when they limit access. I understand that you know the argument of keeping things pristine. Oh yeah. But uh, what's the point of keeping things pristine if nobody's there to enjoy them too? I say we nominate Nick to take care of everything. He could be a czar. <laughs> he can be. He has no hair. Czars don't have hair. I'm saying, you know, in this national forest it needs to be swept. <laughs> Nick, go sweep it. <laughs> now, Nick, if we want to find out more about you your awesome recreational um hunting properties all your listing listings i got a list (laughs) where can we find you online you're also leaning to the left i am (laughs) you can find us online at mywildlifeproperty.com that's www.mywildlifeproperty.com we also have a facebook page so get us out there on wildlife properties you can send me an email because from time to time i do answer questions on this show (laughs) Uh, but you can send those to nick at mywildlifeproperty.com, uh, and we'll get right back to you, man. We'll uh, we'll let you know. If you guys want to list a property with us, we'd be happy to help you out with that. If you want to come check out some of the properties we have, if you want to just uh, get some information about how you can improve the habitat on your property or how you can privatize and buy some land from the government, we'll tell you how to do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this has been brought to you by the programs of the NRA. Check them out at nrablog.com and not alone. That's notalone.com and Yellowstone Fly Rods. Bye, Rods. That was nice. <laughs> Look them up at yellowstoneflyrods.com and Steiner Binoculars. That's Steiner-Brockler.com. And one more, Cabela's King Cat Tournament Trail, the world's oldest and longest national circuit. That's KingCatUSA.com. And coming up after the break, we're going to have Max Peterson, the 11th Chief of Forest Service. And this is The Revolution. Get it real with real outdoors talk. It's The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. 
Just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores with the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. Vote for the ultimate fishing town. The winning town will win a $25,000 community donation courtesy of WFN, the World Fishing Network, and Eagle Claw. Make sure your town gets into the finals. Go online to WFNFishingTown.com to cast your vote today. Hey, 12 Revolution Junkies out there, blast us an email at radio at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com or give us a shout at 785-846-7647. You know, we have been mulling over the government's use, or should I say misuse and management of public lands, and stepping into our debate is Max Peterson, and he is the 11th Chief of the Forest Service. And Max, in our opinion, the National Forest Service desperately needs to focus on determining the causes of mass unprecedented dead and dying forests. And you know, in particular, in the West, they have had droughts before. Beetles have always been there. So, you know, is it acid rain? Is it anthropogenic? Because if we don't figure this out soon, it's drastically going to affect wildlife, especially in the migration routes, in a negative way. Holy crap. <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of reasons for dead and dying forests. Uh, in fact, the, the large uh, fires of 1910 yeah. occurred because there was a lot of dead trees. Uh-huh. So dead trees are not new. In fact, as forests grow, the dominant trees take over, and the trees that are left underneath there eventually lose the battle and they die. So having dead trees underneath standing trees is a natural phenomenon. Now, the problem is right now, uh, we used to use prescribed fire and other things yeah. to try to remove uh, some of those, uh, to remove those dead trees, uh, that's an expensive proposition. People don't like it. It creates smoke. Once the wildfire gets away, so that's one of the things that tends to go by the board at the times of a difficult financial situation. So I w- the other thing is that if you manage a forest and you do some timber harvest, you take out some of the trees so you don't have such a, a thick, stagnant stand. So that also reduces the number of dead trees. It also provides access to the forest and utilizes some of the fiber. So there's actually beneficial if it's done right to manage forest. Yeah. Now you, uh, you were the first engineer to be the chief of the forest service, but, uh, you did something in the northwestern part of the country where you did a lot of selective harvesting and actually were making money for the government, were you? Oh, yes. You, you can do careful harvesting. You can make money for the government, and you can improve the forest at the same time. That was actually Gifford Pinchot's philosophy, you know. Um, the first chief of the Forest Service who was uh, hired to manage Vanderbilt's forest in uh, North Carolina, and he went there and looked at the forest that was growing up and becoming a real problem, and he said his objective was not to uh, uh, silence the axe, 
but to direct it. Yeah, you know, the one thing that keeps on passing up, especially in this new bill that they're wanting to pass, is natural sustainability, meaning you just let the forest manage itself. And, and like you just said, this is not the proper way to go about this. And, and I don't think enough people out there that especially recreate in national forest and on grasslands, they're not aware of what is fixing to happen if we don't start stepping up and vocalizing our opinions. Because, I mean, that if we want this national treasure to stay around for our children to use and for our grandchildren to use, we need to speak up about this, don't we, Max? I think we do. Now, I should point out that I'm also uh, somebody who favors uh, setting aside certain lands in wilderness. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where we do let natural forces play the main role, but those need to be fairly large areas, and you don't want those next door to... uh, private land, mm-hmm. that's always been a particular uh, thing to be concerned about in wilderness areas and uh, considered virgin forest. So, mm-hmm. yes, you have to manage every, every piece of land somewhat differently. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Max Peterson. Of course, he is the former chief of the Forest Service. Thanks, Max, for being a guest on The Revolution. That's right. If you want to find out more about the Forest Service, all you can do is Google them because we don't have the web address. And this has been brought to you by Ram Trucks. You find them at RamTrucks.com and Ruger Firearms. They can be found at RugerFirearms.com. And this has been The Revolution. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We want to give a special thanks to all of our 361 affiliate stations across the nation and around the world, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Paneri, and our guests such as Holly, Lipke, Fretwell, Keith Ward, Cat Daddy, Tommy Scarless, Nick Rhodes, and Max Peterson, just to name a few. Hey, and coming up next week on The Revolution. Ram Trucks was sponsored the great debate of getting more kids involved in outdoor activities. So we are Jim and Traff. And your local news and weather is coming up next. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.